0: I want to hide under my bed, where manga can't hurt me.
1: Hello, and welcome to our We There Yet, an exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime
0: idiot, Patrick Dugan.
2: I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander.
0: And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime brush shogun, the villain from Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo, the movie that aired on Cartoon Network in 2007. Hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> no?
1: Nothing? Just me? I, Big reach. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I got no. nothing for you on this. Well, every, every week you get more specific <laughs> and more
0: insular. <laughs> I'm just locked in here in my tiny nerd cave, and there's only so many things I can understand outside of it.
2: Pretty soon, you're just gonna start making jokes about your family that we won't understand.
0: <laughs> and I'm your anime uncle, Arts. He's a big old beard bald on top, and he plays Santa for the local retirement home. Huh? Anyone getting these references?
1: Oh my no. God. Oh okay. yeah, I I go to that retirement
0: home. Yeah, I know yeah. well. <laughs> Finally, Frequent. one. The least likely one I understand. <laughs> he was also a background character in the USA Network te- uh, limited series Political Animals. Wow. Still nothing? Okay. Big <laughs> All name. Right, you was his me on credit
2: Uncle Art? Or?
0: <laughs> I'm just digging this hole deeper and deeper.
1: <laughs> uh, well, to help you dig your hole, we have a guest this week. Uh, you've heard her in Sword Art Online, Cells at Work, and Yay. Fire Emblem Heroes. We have Maureen Price. Hey, y'all. Oh, thank you for joining us. Of
3: course. Welcome. This is a, a nice um, <laughs> break from the <laughs> Groundhog Day that is life now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. That's a great way of putting it. I haven't made that association.
3: Feels like Groundhog yeah. Day every day. Uh, so anyway, this is delightful. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy to be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> happy we can uh, help at least one person yeah. <laughs> through this crisis. Me,
3: in my closet. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Oh, uh, so yeah, uh, you picked this show for this week. Uh, what what are we watching?
3: This week, we watched Barakamon, which is probably my favorite slice of life anime series Ever, so you know that's a big deal. Uh, because I love Slice of Life, Mm. uh, it's yeah, it's definitely my favorite slice of life, and I thought it would be an especially good time for this show because it is so wholesome and funny and lovely and just perfect. That's why general good time, just good vibes all around, feel good entertainment. I think we need that right now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah no right. uh I, every week i beg our listeners to bring us good stuff uh brendan has not followed that well, uh instruction I, but uh you I, i'm, the I'm listeners. glad someone is you
0: beg the listeners not me
1: <laughs> fair
0: now i know a lot of digimon but i'm not familiar with barakamon is this <laughs> no a new digimon? no
2: slightly different see that was my thing when I heard this title I was like, Oh, this'll be like a Pokemon or a Digimon but like looking it up, it's like, Oh,
3: okay, never mind. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this is <laughs> something
3: else. The name is not what you would expect for the show. It's like mm-hmm. hmm, uh, Barakamon, and then you watch it you're like, Oh, I would not that I wouldn't pair those two in my head. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do we know what it translates yes. to
3: Yes. So I looked it up because I never thought about it and they don't really address it in the show it's not like you know they talk about the why the title is you know um but apparently i think it translates to energetic one which i guess is referencing the character naru because she's definitely the energetic one i think that's that's what i got that's what i got so that's my best guess gotcha Uh Ah
0: interesting,
1: interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. it's not uh, as simple as a show, show like High Q, which translates to volleyball, volleyball. yeah it's about volleyball.
1: <laughs> you know the volleyball show it's oh, oh, fine that's what everyone's gonna call it so we're just gonna head you off at the pass yeah. pretty much <laughs> uh so yeah
0: uh, uh brendan and dana have you seen
1: this have you heard about this at all
0: no I haven't watched it but after uh, finding out the name I looked it up and I recognized a lot of like the screenshots. It's it kind of reminds me of um uh Nietzsche uh, what was the other one we watched? Nietzsche Joe uh, where there was a lot of like memes that came out of it or a lot of just reaction mm. shots from it. So I recognize the characters but I haven't actually watched it myself.
3: Yeah, I had hmm. never I had never heard of this one either. I think it came out or the dub maybe 2014 or 2015. So it's not that old. Um, and I had never heard of it. And uh, my friend, uh, Jalen Cassell, who is also an anime industry guy, uh, he turned me on to this. And, um, yeah, he was explaining it to me. I was like, okay, it's a guy who goes to an island. Okay. And then I ended up watching it. And, oh, my God, it's just so good. So I'm so glad that he introduced <laughs> me to this because I have watched this I mean, it's twelve episodes, so you can kind of sit down and watch it all, you know, in a day. I have watched this series so many times <laughs> over the last couple <laughs> of years. It's like chicken soup for the soul for me. So, I it, it's got high rewatchability factor for me at least. Mm. Uh,
0: it's just a nice, cleansing, uh, mental palette.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's just it's good to watch when you're not feeling great, like right now. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and I did just look it up uh, the original series in Japan aired 2014 and the dub came out 2016. So
3: gotcha.
1: yes. Ooh, yes, it's uh, fairly recent. Yeah, it's mm. still still fresh. Mhm. Uh so yeah, we're going to watch the first 3 episodes. Hey. Everyone get, get on it. island time baby.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I already am with Animal Crossing.
1: Hell yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, my soul. It feels so healed. <laughs> I feel clean. Nice cool compress on a hot summer day at the beach. Mm. I'm... I I hit the perfect temperature. I'm not too warm. I'm not too cold. I'm perfectly comfortable from watching anime. What, what happened? <laughs> so weird. It's definitely not one of my picks. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> So Uh, so yeah this this is just so delightful so good so fun
4: Mm -hmm.
3: you're welcome (laughs) like I made the show like I wrote it and you know (laughs) directed it myself (laughs) you're welcome for this guys (laughs) (laughs) conceived written
2: produced acted you did all of the voices (laughs) just every character (laughs) so
0: dynamic
3: I mean I'm nothing if not versatile.
0: Uh, all right, let's get into it. Episode one, he opened with just a large brush, just like a real big brush, uh, painting. Uh, and it, well, I thought it was painting at first. Uh, now it turns out the guy's just doing calligraphy uh, on a very large canvas, and he's just kind of in this like manic state of like laughing and throwing the brush all over it, ink spraying everywhere. And uh, he, as he falls over and like looks up at the ceiling, we get a flashback of uh, a time where he was at a. I guess, a conference or a presentation for his calligraphy?
3: Yeah, it's like an art exhibition, Uh, like a contest.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. And we see uh, him presenting some of his calligraphy work, and this old guy just struts up and just starts tearing into him, just laying it on real thick and just kind of chastising it, saying it's kind of like soulless and there's no real heart to the piece and seems very by the book and uh, textbook and just really laying into it. And uh, Mm -hmm. we see that our main character uh standing back and kind of taking the hits hard and holding it back and at a certain point she was like yeah no i don't need this and it just knocks this dude the hell out just
3: blazing old man with a cane yeah. in the face and he throws his shoe at him which just you know out a little salt in the wound there it's rough it's rough yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. we've, all, we've all been to Thanksgiving dinner. This happens sometimes, so, like, <laughs> we, we get it.
3: But the man, and, he's, he says something. Um, one, of, one of the reasons why I love the show so much is because I went to school for visual art, and so I've been through mm-hmm. a lot of critiques. Like, cr- going to critiques is just something that you constantly do in art school. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are really brutal. <laughs> And you kind of just have to sit there and take it. It's just part of the deal. Mm. And he, the, the critic says something at one point, he says, I think I, hang on. I think I wrote it down. It was like, we all face the wall of mediocrity sometimes. And I just went, Oh God, that's like, that's worse than saying it just straight up sucks. Because at least if it sucks, like you, you just went full in and it sucked. But you know what? You, you did it. But, like, mediocrity, that's just a special kind of pain when you hear that from a mm-hmm. critic. So, yeah. But Honda, our, our, our main guy here, oh, man, he's he's chaotic. He's got some chaotic <laughs> yeah, energy. Yeah, I couldn't take ooh.
2: this. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I was like, isn't this, like, part of it? Like, you're <laughs> saying in, in a visual art, like, principle practice? Like, come on, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... It's always tough, especially because, yeah, if it's something's bad, it's like a movie. Like, you can lay into it and be like, ah, this is real. It's Cats the movie. But, like, when it's just nothing. <laughs> hey, you Cats nothing is say.
2: perfect. <laughs>
0: Cats, <laughs> Cats is great. Oh, I can't lie to our audience like that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we cut back to it when we see Honda uh, at an airport kind of looking, waiting for his ride. And uh, that's when it cuts to the opening. And uh, I was surprised by this opening because we, we get, like, a good... Uh, kind of standard anime opening where we're seeing like the uh, ensemble cast of characters and stuff but it was also intercut with different scenes of like the watercolor of it yeah. him doing the calligraphy and stuff love mm-hmm. it. and that caught me off guard and I was very surprised it was uh, very reminiscent for me for uh, of uh, Yuri on Ice where I was just like ooh oh
3: yeah
0: that's when I was yeah. like oh this show's going somewhere
3: I love the opening and closing sequences for this show I think they're so beautiful I love that combination of the watercolor and the ink drawings like being animated i I think that's Mm -hmm. so beautiful and i love both the songs too i don't know what it is like both these songs Mm -hmm. for me are fire tracks okay i love these songs like i'm so moved (laughs) by the by the music and the visuals together i love it
1: yeah that's the nice thing having a show set around like art and beautiful things like with yuri on ice of like let's rotoscope an actual uh, uh figure skater it's like this is like of course when we draw art we're gonna lean into that like classical calligraphy and uh natural uh style that uh, <laughs> he's working with and we're gonna bring those elements to it so it just gives it that elevated thing beyond that's eh, another anime uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he goes to a town. It's good. It's like no, but it's beautiful art. It's real art. <laughs>
0: yeah, I love they it. do it really well. Such <laughs> so a good tone. Um, and uh, when we cut back from the opening, we see Honda just on the back of a tractor. his farmer's just giving him a ride, and uh, right away you can tell it's the it's the boonies. It's the sticks. It's a uh, it's a real country area, uh, but it's also Uh, juxtaposed by a lot of the ocean since it is on an island and you know fairly small so beach all around cut with the you know natural simplicity of a farming country life it's like ooh, this is a good mindset especially with all the animal crossing at stardew valley i know people are playing right now
3: (laughs) (laughs) i was curious about because i had never looked up like where exactly this was supposed to be set and so i did a little bit of digging and it's set on the Goto Islands, um, which are mm. off the coast of Kyushu. So, like, way, 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 way down south in Japan. Um, so, and I found out that the person who, who wrote Barakamon, uh, that's where she's from. So, this is a case of oh. writing wow. what you oh. know. Yeah, so this is, like, where she grew up. So, that's yeah, why like it's, Silver like... Spoon. Yes, yeah.
0: Uh, it's close to home, because... It is, <laughs> and
3: uh,
0: so we get Honda arriving at his place, and right as he gets there, he sees the delivery guy dropping off his uh, all of his stuff that he had shipped there to the island, and uh, right as he gets there, he's like, "All right, here, you know, sign the paper." So, like, "All right, thanks. You'll help me like unload and move it on." He's like, "Nope, see ya." And the delivery guy just runs off. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, it's not his job, so uh, yeah. right as he leaves Honda meets the village leader and uh, he gives him a few tips around the island and he shows him around the house that he's now going to be living in and uh, right as he opens up the door uh, to his new place he sees like some snacks and like some sodas and stuff like on the ground he's like what the I thought you said this place was like abandoned like no one lived here he's like no no one does and uh, as he says that we see like two uh, I I thought they were high schoolers I think they're middle school actually yeah. Uh, two young two young girls run behind the village elder, like, kind of sneaking out the back, like, shh, don't tell them we were here. Uh, so we quickly find out, like, any good abandoned lot, it's a squatting zone for teenagers, which I can relate <laughs> to deeply. Ah, uh, you damn kids and your rock and roll music? <laughs> hey, no one's
1: <laughs> living here. Why not we just hang out? Trash the place. But, like the village chief
2: who i kept calling tom nook uh, <laughs> he he doesn't i he's so interesting cuz he doesn't care oh he's totally he's in, like, in
3: on it with them yeah yeah <laughs> like when the girls are running they're like, trying to get away and they're running behind he's like looking out the corner of his eye at them like yeah go 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 yeah <laughs> totally
0: in on i it. got you he's not a narc he knows
3: no he's not a narc at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and as we see him showing around the house we see like it's it's a pretty rustic you know dated uh, house so like the shower to get heat you have to like put wood under the water and then like, crank it and stuff so there's a lot of old fashioned stuff where it's like yeah you're not gonna get your uh, comfortable city life here city boy and as he's walking around we see a mouse, uh, mouse like jump out and like land on Honda's face he starts freaking out a bit he's just like god this place Alright, well, let me see if there's anything else in these like, cabinets and stuff under the sink. And as he opens up the cabinet, it's just like a little girl sitting there. and He just freaks him the hell out. Because, <laughs> fair, if you're not expecting a small child in your house, it would be freaky.
1: <laughs> Why, she's always been here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she comes with the house.
0: <laughs> she's
3: tethered
2: to
1: the home.
0: <laughs> she can't leave. She died here 70 years ago
3: whoa <laughs> it's such a good entrance for that character too i love that
0: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah the more we find out about her it's like oh yeah that makes sense why she's in there uh, <laughs> she does what she wants yeah <laughs> she's a force of nature no one controls her
3: naru does what naru wants <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh she jumps out and starts talking to him and yeah we find out this is her secret base and uh, like the two middle school girls we saw earlier, she just kind of hangs out in this place all the time.
3: I love that and, she uh, immediately assumes, because of his clothes and his haircut, that he's in a boy band. And she calls him boy band boy.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> That's amazing.
0: <laughs> he's all fancy. He's got to be something special. He's got to be celebrity. villager's like, no, he's, you know, he's, not, he's not in a boy band. You know, he's kind of too old, and we see, like, even though Han is insulted by being called... Uh, a boy band member, he's even more insulted by saying he's too old to be, one. Mo- like, it's a double-edged insult. <laughs> yeah, because
3: he's, like, 23. <laughs> he's supposed to be, like, 23 years old.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's just jaded. Dugan and I were talking a little bit before we started recording, we're like, oh, he's very young still. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought I, he was, like, If
3: I hadn't paid attention to cause, that, because they, at, at some point in the show, they mention his age, and if I hadn't been paying attention to that, mm-hmm. I would have been, like, he's in his 30s. Because from yeah. one 30-something mm-hmm. to another, Honda has very 30s energy. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I relate to him.
3: I relate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Didn't you know all artists have old souls?
3: <laughs> and by old, I mean 30. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you. not
1: even
2: old, you mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just tired. It's just tired energy. Yeah, he's so <laughs> worn no down. Energy. <laughs> and uh, as Honda's uh setting up and moving all the stuff aside and setting up his calligraphy table and tools, uh we see that uh Naru sneak sneaks back in and she's like, Oh wow, what's going on over here? And he's like, Get out of here and throwing her out, like really like Looney Tune style dramatically. And uh while he's doing while we're getting this little scene, uh we get a flashback of him remembering all the stuff people were saying about him after he punched out turns out the director of the exhibition so it wasn't just, like, some random old guy. It was like, oh. It was like a professional bigwig. Like, he really shot himself in the foot here.
1: Mm-hmm. And, that was Banksy.
0: Me, <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> <The> Banksy. <laughs> and uh, we see Honda, you know, kind of gets fed up. And he's like, all right, I can't work. I gotta take a little break. And goes to get a drink. And when he opens the door, he sees Naru there. But he also sees the village leader there as well. Just, like, <laughs> eating, like, snacks. And it's those... Uh, what is it, bugles where they're like little cone shapes and they have them on their fingers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, and I think uh, Nerd's thing it was like, oh yeah, you gotta eat them all like a bunch at once. And the village leader's like, oh, when you're my age, you gotta take them one at a time, you gotta slow it down. It's like, why are you encouraging
3: her? I love that. <laughs> like, he's, you know, the, the island council leader or whatever, and he's sitting on the floor of the kitchen with this child who's not his in this new man's house like eating bugles like (laughs) he's like the head honcho on the island encouraging her but like i love that
2: yeah encouraging her to break into yeah yeah Yeah.
3: (laughs) i love that like all the adults and even like some of the teenagers um they're all so willing in this show to like (laughs) yes and naru (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. whatever her line of thought is they just go with it. They like sh- they answer all of her questions. They just like I love that. Nobody's ever like too busy for her. That it's just like she's mm-hmm. everyone's kid.
4: Yeah.
0: She's yeah. everyone's little so, sister.
1: One of my favorite types of uh like shows or pieces of media is the sort of like it takes a village uh to raise a child uh feeling yeah. and stuff. And uh that and uh, uh, another thing we'll see later on start to develop are, like, the two ways to warm my heart the fastest. And we get both in one show, and it's so good.
4: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Han does, like, freaked out. He's like, what are you both? He throws both of them out. Like, we see the door open and both just fly out. Um, he's like, all right. Now that I'm, they're gone, I can get back to work he goes to sit down he sees naru like oh hey your calligraphy tools are cool you you, you draw really well or you write really well like oh it's kind of like a textbook he's like he's like why do you keep showing up she's like oh come on like you know you love me and uh as he's yelling he's trying to figure out like he's like oh come on i know about all about you uh miss kotoishi which is her last name uh and Confused me. I thought her full name was Kodo and her last name was Ishi, so I kept calling her Ishii the whole time. <laughs> uh, and she's like, "What? You know my name?" He's like, "Yeah, I know about you. I also have a name." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know what it is. Boymo Anderson." <laughs> and
4: he's just like, "No, wow,
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait." I love, I love her commitment though. She's like, "It's this. I'm totally sticking with this ridiculous name for this person." <laughs> Uh, And we see Naru says, like, oh, yeah, your writing, uh, your calligraphy writing reminds me of, like, my school teacher. Like, the stuff we kind of see in the textbooks. And he gets mad at her. Oh, that's so
3: triggering for him.
0: That's exactly Mm -hmm. what the director said. He's (laughs) like, this is a very textbook calligraphy. Like, it's, you know, very, like, soulless. Like, there's no personality to it. And uh, Honda gets mad and starts yelling at her and gets her to leave. And uh, this is around when he uh, he remembers uh, telling his friend... uh, well, I think this is his friend, or is that like, a manager?
3: you talk to him about, about business,
0: business stuff, stuff Yeah,
3: later. it's his manager, but they're also friends.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's talking to his, like, manager uh, after he punched out the director and we're in, like, a little back room, and Honda's kind of having a hard time, and, like, my dad's, you know, telling me he's going to send me to this island, saying I have to, like, get away from stuff and clear my head, and, like, I don't, you know, I don't know what I did wrong. Like, yeah, I shouldn't have punched him, but, like, you know he didn't have to tear into me like that and his manager's kind of like yeah Yo, dude you get like that's part of the job it sucks but like you can't be just swinging punches at people left and right
1: did no one teach you being an artist is 90 percent rejection
4: yeah
0: and uh then we cut back to like the present day and uh honda's like on his own walking around he's thinking like no i i didn't do anything wrong like uh the beauty's in the fundamentals, the beauty's in like the very core structure of calligraphy, and that 's what I wanted to highlight, so like what I did was right and uh as he 's by himself, he starts like singing himself a little bit like a fundamental song, and naru shows up and like sings along with him, and he 's like, "Oh God, she heard me in my private moment, my me time." <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I
1: just established I'm not in a boy band.
4: <laughs>
1: That's oh, a good point. No.
3: <laughs> it's and, so it's uh, so sweet that he gets embarrassed by that, like that this little girl might have heard him singing and he's just like mortified. That's so cute. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says like if you're here if you're here asking for an apology, I won't apologize. She's like no, you don't have anything to apologize for. I was the one that kept messing up. And she's like I couldn't cut your uh, copy down what you were writing so but like I tried a few times and she shows like a piece of paper of her. she tried it a few times after he left she's like I can't quite get it so like I get why you're mad at me and uh, Honda says like oh no I I wasn't mad at you about that and she's like oh good and like that cheers her up a bit he's like uh, oh, you know what I I did yell at you a bit I did go off I shouldn't so I'll apologize for that so they make up a little bit and on the way back uh she's ta- uh, he's looking at her calligraphy that she was practicing and be like hey you're not actually bad at this like this is actually pretty good especially your age she's like oh yeah it's easy because uh your calligraphy looks just like the stuff in my textbooks and then he just k- swift kicks her into the river nearby after she <laughs> says that <laughs> and uh, it's just because it's that that's the exact thing that triggered him the first time <laughs> so as she's cl- she's climbing back up a rope and she's like hey you can't do that and he's like ah all right sorry i was a little rushed Uh, a little rash there so he goes to like pull his hand down and reach her uh help her up and she just pulls him into the river she's like well fair's fair and just yanks him down as well and uh she jumps back in so she's just playing around with him
3: she says something about how much she loves revenge (laughs) (laughs) you're six (laughs) what does
0: that word mean to you
1: (laughs) who's wronged you
0: child the karmatic implications are something i greatly uh, reflect upon oh my god this child <laughs> 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 and uh while they're swimming uh since honda wasn't ready for it he's wearing like a bunch of baggy clothes he's like i can barely swim in this stuff they're so heavy and naru's like oh here's an easy trick you you puff up your shirt you seal it from the bottom and you blow a bunch of air into it and you can float around in it like a bubble he's like oh that that actually makes sense she's like yeah you city folk are dumb uh he's kind of, You dumb idiot. You. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney Mouse and Country Mouse. And uh Naru runs off to like the docks and sees like a big uh wall, like I guess for you know, keeping the ocean back and stuff at the dock side. And she's like, Oh come on, we gotta climb up it and see the sunset He's like, What what are you talking about? Honda's like, No, it's cloudy. We can't even see the sun. So like what's the point? And besides that rope doesn't look good, it's probably dangerous up there. She's like, Ah, you never know until you get up here. Come on And uh she finally like Uh, begs him enough to climb up there, and he sees, like, the sunset, we get a very beautiful moment, you know, kind of learning experience for Honda, being like, hey, just do it. You never know if you just, you know, think yourself out of it before you even try.
3: I love that So. um, so often in this show, they have these very quiet philosophical moments that they drop in at different points, and it's always so spot on. Like, it's never... Corny or cheesy or eye rolly in any way. It's always like, oh yeah, mm. that's that's a good point. That's really sweet. And they like they drop those in a couple times every episode, and it always, to me at least, it always lands really well. Yeah, and it's yeah. coming from a six year old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of like even less heavy handed, but like uh, American cartoons like for children often have like a well I learned my lesson at the end yeah. and just like summarize it a really little bit spells it out and like this is just such a nice naturalistic way to have that sort of element of like you're not just watching a show we're we're actually helping you the audience you you watching we we know you're there we're we're giving mm-hmm. you wisdom too <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah it always feels very natural when when they drop that in in the show um it never feels forced
4: Yeah Yeah and that's hard yeah. to do it's,
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, something else impressive, and I think especially with this isolated island, like, lifestyle where you can have it, like, you know, the life lessons of, like, well, we don't have anything else around here, we have to learn it ourselves, so, like, it comes early, like, at an early age, so it explains why such a young child can have this. Um, especially when they go back, we see uh, the old farmer that gave Honda rides there, he's like, oh, come on, we were about to unpack without you, he's like, what? And we find out that's Naru's grandfather, so she's currently getting a lot of wisdom from him and uh as they come back they see like the whole village is basically there around honda's house i mean like all right come on let's help you unpack we gotta go he's like what no this is like my stuff like you guys don't have to do this he's like nope you're one of us now we we help each other out so come on move it city mouse and uh this is also a moment where we get uh honda and us get introduced to a bunch of the other uh people i was gonna say village people but that's something very different um No cops see. on this island.
3: <laughs> I don't think there oh. are.
0: <laughs> it's a
1: lawless town. Naru is technically the chief of police. <laughs> yeah, I mean...
2: she Might very well be. She has a sticker.
0: <laughs> and I like that uh, Naru comes running up to Honda and is like, oh, here's my friend Hina. And he's like, oh, uh, nice to meet you, Hina. It's a young girl, Naru's age. And she starts crying. She's like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. It's like, oh, no, she's shy. It's like, oh, well... Pleasure to me if She starts crying more. She's like, ah, "Oh no!" Like, and everything Honda does just makes her cry. And he's like, "I don't <laughs> know how to deal with this kid or this she other." She cries kid. because she's me.
1: shy. Oh, let me compliment her. She cries when she's happy. Oh no! Yeah. Stop.
0: <laughs> he's like, "Oh, these me." Two, these two. <laughs> he's like, these two kids are driving me nuts already, and I just met them. <clears throat> and then it's at that moment, we just hear a kid yell off camera, "Butt stab!" and <laughs> just ramps his fingers <laughs> up on Honda's ass. <laughs> so
3: it's so random
0: kid, kids are high energy and chaotic as hell <laughs> <laughs> and uh nars uh and then we get like a little montage of everyone helping uh honda move in and unpacking and stuff and uh once everyone's gone we see honda suits up gets in his calligraphy gear and just starts inking away and this is the scene we open the episode on of him just being like really manic and just going to town and uh when he's done he falls back and uh takes a sigh of relief and answer, uh gets a phone call. He answers it and it's Kalafuji, who's his manager.
3: Kawafuji. And Mhm.
0: Kawafuji. And uh he's saying like, "Oh yeah, it's, you know, I don't know life's going all right so far. I think my dad might have been onto something by like getting away. I think it's already kind of clearing up my head." And uh tell the director, "I'm sorry. I'm not going to say it to myself to him." Not yet at least. And uh, says like, yeah, I think I think I'll manage out here pretty well. And we uh, pan out and see a shot of uh, the calligraphy he's doing. It says ease, comfort, relief. And then we get the Lovely. ending, which is awesome. Live, laugh,
4: love—the
0: <laughs> anime equivalent. <laughs> and is uh, that
2: how the series ends? He makes the first live, laugh, love sign. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he makes all of his money on that. Uh, and uh, yeah, then we get the ending sequence, which is uh, pretty much just. All the watercolor from the opening sequence, like it's just all in that style. But then it's all um, like warm red, yellow, and orange colors, like the sunset. So it's very mm. beautiful,
4: <laughs>
2: very pretty.
0: And then we get a, a post-credit scene of just the village leader coming by with some food for Honda as he's in that manic state while he's inking everything and like laughing at himself. And then are just like, I'm "Just gonna leave this out here on the doorstep and walk away." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's episode one.
2: Very good. Uh, In episode two, uh, we start off, um, it's kind of like a little flashback, but kind of just an inner monologue thoughts thing of a kid being told he's getting bad grades and he puts in no effort. Um, And it is uh, the Tom Nook guy's son. His name is Hiroshi. Um, And he's a 'er ne'er-do-well, and you can tell by the fact that he has blonde hair.
0: Yep. Real quick, though. He says, like, I'm not getting bad grades, but they're not good enough. And he's getting, like, A's and B's. And, like, what? How is that not good oh. enough? <laughs> I see a plus
1: next to that letter, son. Then it's not good enough. Not good enough. Oh, <laughs> That's all I get.
4: Um,
2: and he kind of, like, snaps out of his thoughts, and, and his parents are there, and they kind of tell him that he's a screw-up. <laughs> um, but, like, in a friendly parental way. <clears throat> Um, and then they ask him to take some noodles to Honda. Um, and he's like, how can you be making food for a stranger when your son is in the time of a crisis? <laughs>
3: and then his mom punches him. <laughs> like, elbows yep. in
0: the face.
3: We've got the uh, the violent mother trope happening here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's very passionate. She She, like, goes into this monologue about... Uh, how her husband, like, isn't what he she thought he was, or something like that, and how uh, Honda has awakened her womanly fire. <laughs> she has
3: this whole monologue, where it's, like, in the background, it's, like, you know, pinks and yellows and the, yeah, in a yeah. beach scene, and she's just, like, yes. it's basically, like, a thirst monologue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's got, like, Supermarket romance novel level of thirst for Honda. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, the city boy has come to the country. It's my time. He's
0: gonna sweep me off my feet.
2: She's like, it's
3: reawakened me as a woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: and she's saying it in but front. Was only, and they're both just sitting there. in front of her husband and son. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. totally normal.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's com-
0: complaining about them <laughs> to them.
1: Mom, um, no being horny at dinner. <laughs> Mom, please. Um and
2: then we see Honda and he can't get a grip on his writing. He came here to focus on his calligraphy. Um but that one big piece he did was in the heat of the moment and he can't like replicate it. And he is shaken out of concentration by Naru. Uh and he's like, "Do you have to come every day?" And she's like, "Yes, I'm your commuter wife." And he's like, "That's no. That's no. not."
0: <laughs> Child Do no. not
2: call yourself that.
0: I like how he says, I don't um, know what that is, but I know it's she shouldn't be calling herself that. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: and then uh she had brought the uh the two older girls, the middle school girls, um I guess they just hang out with, with the child as well.
0: <laughs> it's a small island.
2: Yeah. Um and it's they were the ones using his house as a secret hideout. Um And they start freaking out at him for taking down their posters and moving their CDs. And then he's like, it's all in a box. Like, go take it. And then they start putting the posters up again. (laughs) And honestly, like, the way they talk to him, I would be mad too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, the way they're like, well, we were here first. Like, this was our secret hideout. And he's like, I'm literally paying for this place.
1: (laughs) This is my actual house. You have one. These are squatter.
3: island rolls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> squatter. <laughs> <desserts>. Farmer's rights. <laughs>
2: um, and uh, I, I, what's, what's the one with the short hair named? I know the other one is Tama. Uh,
3: her name is Miwa.
2: All right. So so Miwa, uh, she um, is talking to him and she's like, oh, this must be a dream for you to be surrounded by young girls. And he immediately is like, no. <laughs> stop that. Stop that. Gross. Um, it's
1: it's nice and refreshing for an anime to, to yes, acknowledge it age is. differences between uh, horny people and
0: children.
3: <laughs> He's not even horny. He just I know.
1: wants
0: to do his calligraphy. He's horny for calligraphy.
3: Yeah. That is, um, <sighs> it's sad that that is one of the most refreshing parts of this show is that there's nothing creepy with him and any of the girls in the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just totally, everything's fine.
0: It doesn't turn into a harem halfway through for no reason.
1: It's a nice <laughs> change of pace. Not even the, like, oh, no, the uh, I, I caught a fish from the lake, but it it fell in my shirt, and oh, you're a pervert. And, like, Not even the accidental, like, oh, there's no way anyone would think this is sexual. But I'm going to call you a pervert because uh, it involves my body.
3: You can mm-hmm. tell a woman wrote this. <laughs> Like, it's not at all surprising to me that a woman wrote this.
2: (laughs) Stunning. Um, And then he thinks about it, and he's like, you must be the ones that are, like, teaching Naru to say naughty things. You shouldn't do that. Like, watch what you say around her. And then uh, Mila is kind of just like, oh, well, like, it's not our fault. She just repeats what she hears, and then he's like, that's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, be careful um, what you say.
3: And it cuts to all these little uh, these little bits of her saying inappropriate things and not understanding what she's saying. It's like, I think there's one cut where she's like, I can't wait to lie down and have some pillow talk. Or, and then she's like, this miso, <laughs> yeah. this miso soup's getting me all hot and heavy. <laughs> <Hot and> heavy. <laughs> oh,
4: so
2: funny. Um and uh they're looking at his calligraphy and they find one that he's doing for a restaurant and then uh Tama like is like taking up his writing tools and she just writes loser on a piece <laughs> of paper. <laughs> um and Mila is like, "Oh, you're really good at that. I bet it's because you wanted to be a manga artist." Wow, doing calligraphy is, like, much easier than it seems. And he's like, no. And he gets all (laughs) fired up. And he also writes Loser, but in uh, calligraphy. (laughs) (laughs) And they think it looks cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, we have, like, homework, like, penmanship homework that we have to do over the summer. Maybe you could do it for us because you're so talented. And then he gets all cocky and he's like, (laughs) Of course I'll do that for you, because I'm so gifted. (laughs) And then they're like, great, we'll be back tomorrow. And then they leave.
0: God, blowing so much Uh, smoke up his ass, he looked like a chimney.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And once he's gone, he's like, shit. (laughs) Damn it. They're gonna be here every day now. They got me. Uh, So, uh, after they're gone, we uh, cut back to the mom still lamenting (laughs) about her life. And how horny she is. Yeah, it's like,
3: this has been going (laughs) Um, on the entire time. And, like, she has a spotlight on her. (laughs) Just monologuing the thirst. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Amazing.
2: And, like, uh, her son finally agrees to uh, take the noodles. Um, And then uh, we see Naru. uh, She comes back to Honda's house. And this time she brought Hina. And he's like, you guys, just go! But then Hina starts crying. Uh, so he lets them stay. And uh, Hina <laughs> and he is, lets like, them, doing a drawing.
3: He lets them have his desk, and he's, like, sitting on the floor. He, he's, like, he's such a pushover, <laughs> yeah. I love it.
2: <laughs> he seems very, like, stern, but in reality, he's just a soft guy. mm mm-hmm. um, So um, Hina is doing a drawing, and then uh, Naru is... Like, sipping some juice. Uh, and then Naru sees a mosquito, and she kind of, like, follows it around the room. And it lands on uh, Honda's face, and she knocks over his ink, and sh- and he's like, Ah, what the heck? And then she slaps him to kill the mosquito. <laughs> um, and then he's like, he starts tying her up, and he's like, That'll keep you still. And then Mila comes back, and she's like... <gasps> gross <laughs> and he's like no oh yeah cause in the,
3: in the scene before uh, for some reason Naru sees like some of the work that he's doing and she says like S&M and I don't know if she's like I don't know where she gets that from like what makes like obviously does she doesn't know what that means, but like why she would make that connection. Yeah. And he's like, No, what are you talking about? It's just for a regular restaurant. Don't say that. And she's running around the house like SNM Club. SNM Club. <laughs> and so then we come yeah, I... back to it and he's like just infuriated, Tired like up. trying to tie these kids up, the older girls come back and <laughs> like SNM. He's like, No, don't oh, say no. that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it. You misunderstand. <laughs> like he was holding up. He had like a big banner. He was writing that was folded up, and it it didn't quite work in the translation because we don't. They don't like uh, put like an English S and M on like the folded up thing of like. Oh, the only two letters she saw on the banner were S and M, uh, yeah. but it folded yeah. out into like a uh, uh, the, the, supermarket. Yeah, I was like, oh, I couldn't Some think of M. any M. words that started with <laughs> S or M that were food related. Um, so he, he kicks them
2: all out, um, and then we see Hiroshi is on his way, and he's like talking to himself, and he's like, oh, this fancy boy thinks he's all high and mighty because he writes good. Um, and he knocks on the door pretty hard and loud, uh, and nobody comes, and then he starts like kicking it, and he's like, come on, like, at least say something if you're home. Uh, and then Honda answers the door, but he's so weak because he hasn't eaten anything all day. Um, and he leans over Hiroshi's shoulder and he barfs.
3: <laughs> and it's like gold glistening uh, or it's like pixelated like or something. It
2: sparkles.
4: <laughs> yeah, there, there are yeah a couple moments. sparkly. There are like, a couple
3: moments in this show later on where they make the uh, artistic decision to pixelate certain things <laughs> that... Don't, I mean, in, in any other context, it would not need to be pixelated. But for comedic purposes, <laughs> they choose to pixelate some things. And later on in the show, there are a couple moments where it's just, oh, oh, my God. It's so good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Naru comes back and she sees this and she's like, oh, what do I do? How can I help? And Hiroshi is like, just take the noodles from me. But instead, she like, runs up and supports his back. And he's like, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> and then he falls over and the noodles fly out of his hands, but they're okay. No spills. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> would, would have been such a shame. Um, and then they go inside and Hiroshi and Naru are like talking about Honda while he's knocked out. Um, And Hiroshi is talking about the difference between like being born with talent and Hiroshi is like, I don't have that, like, natural ability to do things. I'm just dumb, no matter how hard I work. Um, And then Naru kind of, like, gets fired up, and she's like, I want to work hard at something. I want to work hard at my talent. Oh, I do have a talent. Let me show you. Um, So she goes into a room nearby, and it has, like, just a bunch of Honda's uh, writing projects all around the room. It's um, got
3: like she... serial killer vibes. <laughs> because I mean, oh, yeah. like, a little a little the bit. walls <laughs> and floor and like everything, there is no blank surface in that room. Like, that's why he's so run down and sick, is because he's probably been doing that for like days and days on end without eating or sleeping. And yeah. Yeah. So, and Hiroshi sees into that room and he's like, oh my God. Like, oh, so he actually does work. <laughs> really really hard i guess you know because they they get into that that conversation that you're just talking about dana like the difference between Mm -hmm. talent being innate or developed and then hiroshi's Mm kind of like wow i guess having the motivation and the drive to work really hard is a talent in and of itself which is interesting yeah Mm -hmm. another little philosophical uh, moment and um yeah
2: and Naru tells Hiroshi, like, "Oh, Honda says he's not talented all the time. Like, he doesn't think he's talented at all." Um, and yeah, then they like, then Hiroshi has that epiphany where he's like, "Oh, so like, even if you're talented, like, you still have to work hard." Um, and he like gets emotional, and he like is about to cry, and she's like, "Are you crying?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> don't look at Something me." Something in my eye. Um, <laughs> uh, baseball. And then. <laughs> um. And then uh, Naru has a bag of something, and she's like, let me show you my talent, and what it is, is collecting cicada shells. She just has a bunch of crusty cicada shells, and she's like, I'm the only one who does it, and I have a bunch of them, and I'm really good at doing this, so, like, that's my talent, right? (laughs) And, like, I love- I like how they frame these kind of, like, life lessons through her eyes, because, like- you know, like, kids will say things and they, like, won't realize that they're, like, profound or meaningful.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I feel like that's this moment is of her being, of her just, like, having, like, this genuine interest in such a weird thing and being like, this is, this is what I'm good at. So I'm gonna work hard.
3: I love that it's cicada um, shell collecting, like, that that is her thing. It fits the character so mm-hmm. well, and
4: it yeah, like, you, yeah. you find out later
3: on, like, she loves bugs and uh, that is like that's a whole thing later on. But like I love that she's so proud of that like in a way that only a really young kid can be because they have no insecurity. They yeah. don't question themselves at all. And that's just like such a nice foil to Honda who is just completely riddled with insecurity and anxiety. And it's just it's such a beautiful foil. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so Honda wakes up and uh, he starts eating the noodles And, uh, Naru is sucking on a noodle. She's, like, slurping it up. Um, and he just, like, has his hand on her head. (laughs) Just, like, letting her eat his food. Um, and he thanks Hiroshi for bringing him the food. And then, uh, Hiroshi is like, hey, we're not gonna cook for you anymore. Because even though my mom won't say it, she's, like, really burnt out by having to cook you food all the time. And I'm like, is she? <laughs> she or are you just it. putting words in her mouth? Nah, bud?
3: she's she's getting off on this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she loves this shit.
3: Um,
2: you want me to cook more then- for <laughs> you?
4: Whatever you say. No, calm down, calm down. <laughs>
2: uh, and then Hiroshi also says, like, I want to thank you because you've kind of like indirectly inspired me to work harder. Um, but then Honda only is focusing on the fact that he doesn't get any food anymore. <laughs>
3: I really love that they chose, well, uh, the writer chose to take Hiroshi in that direction so quickly because with with that type of character, typically in anime, if they ever come around, it takes them, like, quite a lot longer to become emotionally (laughs) vulnerable with anybody. And he pretty much, like, gives Honda that right out of the gate. I mean... He just straight, mm-hmm. you know, that's... I feel like that just shows a lot of emotional maturity uh, with Hiroshi. Yeah. I just thought that was such a nice moment. I was like, the first time I watched it, I remember being like, wow, that's impressive for a teenager, you know, of all ages, to come out mm-hmm. and say to somebody that maybe they felt threatened by, I uh, just want to tell you that I feel very inspired by you, so thank you. Like, that's that's so nice. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, the yeah, first this time we show does
1: very well with its quote unquote unlikable characters, where like there is beef, but they like show you enough compassion and enough that like yeah they'll work, work through it. That you're not like ah oh, this guy's just a dick. I don't like when he's on screen. It's like no, he's upset for reasons, but he'll work through it. He he'll he'll get there. We're we're gonna get, show you that they're gonna be friends later on. So don't worry.
3: Yeah, I feel like all the characters have enough dimension to them that even if they, you know, everybody has like some negative aspects, but because they've been written with enough dimension, um, yeah, I, it's, it's just nice to see that, um, because I feel like every single character in this show is endearing in some way. There's nobody who's just like all bad or all good. It's everybody's got lots of shades and variations to them, which is just, I mean, that's just good writing.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's human. Yeah. Like, our main character pushes a small child off a dock in the first episode, and I'm still firmly on his side.
3: It happens He he assaults an elderly man (laughs) within the first 30 seconds of the show, and yet he's a very endearing character.
2: (laughs) Uh, So he, he says that thing about not getting food anymore, and then Hiroshi is like, I can make you some potato stew. I'll be back. And then he leaves. Um, And then Naru comes back the next day and Honda is all tired again because he hasn't eaten anything. Um, But it's, like, extreme. So uh, they go to the hospital. And he's got, like, a lot of problems. Like, the nurse is listing him. Heat stroke, dehydration, not getting enough food, etc. And that he should stay in the hospital. Um, And this was really sweet. Naru was, like... Does it hurt worse than a bug bite? And then Honda's like, uh, depends on the bug.
3: <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> There's one thing when, um, that I noticed probably like the fifth time I watched the show. <laughs> that, <laughs> that Naru says, uh, when she finds him that second time before it cuts to him being in the hospital, and she, she, she finds him and she's freaking out, she, I think she says, we have a sense-emergency like a
4: yeah. little play on words
3: yeah. <laughs> and I didn't pick that up for the longest time but I'm almost positive that that's what's happening which I just like I love that even more
4: <laughs>
2: very cute um, and uh, Tom Nook and his wife are there <laughs> um, and they're like oh we'll go grab some essentials from your house uh, and then uh, the wife is like oh uh, she, the nurse is going to take very good care of you and I know she's cute but like don't get any ideas she's a married woman and he's like, oh, no, like, I would never.
0: And then the nurse gets mad. <laughs> oh, <coughs> um, <laughs> her? I would never try and make a move on her. And she's like, well, why not? Am I good enough? Hey. What's wrong? What? Got
1: something to say, big man? <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: And so he's, like, thinking about how he needs to keep himself in order and take care of himself. And Naru is still there. She's just, like, playing with a little race car, like, on, on the side of his bed and, like walking around the room playing with it, and he's like, why don't you
4: leave?
3: <laughs> I think he says something um, like, look, I know the hospital's a blast and all, but, like, could you please get out? Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um And then uh, Tama and Mila are there to visit. Um And they kind of talk for a little bit, and then one of them notices that his IV drip is almost empty, and they just all start freaking out, (laughs) and there's, like, a ton of commotion, and they're like, Naru, find the nurse button! Like, find the call button! And she's like, I don't know where it is! Um, But then the nurse comes back, and she's like, it was nothing to worry about. Just, like, calm down. His fever's gone up a bit. Uh, We could give you a suppository. And then he's just like, no! No! Do not put anything up my butt. He
3: says something like not those masochistic pleasures or something like
1: that. Yeah. Yes. What? He says pleasure. He, says he does not partake oh, no. in those
2: masochistic pleasures. Oh my god.
1: Get in touch. You're an artist, baby.
0: Come on, dude. Cause when he says it it's like a suppository and he gets scared and like jumps back from the nurse a bit, but then at the same time Tama says a suppository as well. And she's kind of leaning forward a bit and, like, blushing a little. She's like, oh.
4: (laughs) We're going to find some things out about We learn why. Yeah, we find out more. (laughs)
2: Um, But so he starts freaking out, and he's like, no, no, no. Uh, I had to do that once when I was little, and it got me so nervous that I threw up. And, like, even just thinking about it makes me nauseous. I don't want to do it. So the nurse doesn't, uh, and she leaves, and she tells Tama and Mila not to stress him out. Um, And then they find Naru hiding under the bed, holding on to the call button. And they're like, it's okay, like, you can come out now. And she's like, no, I can't let him die. It's so sweet. Um, And then, yeah, and then the girls are like, well, no, like, he's fine now. The nurse says he's fine. And then she's like, no, you don't understand. There are ghosts in this hospital, and they might hurt Honda. Um, and it's just something her grandpa told her to freak her out. Uh, but Honda hears that and, like, gets spooked. Like, he's like, I don't really believe in ghosts, but also, now I'm spooked. Like, now that's in <laughs> now my I'm head. I don't like, I'm going to be
3: thinking about it while I'm alone in this hospital all night. Thanks, Naru.
4: <laughs> mm,
0: I'm the one yeah. who has to stay here. <laughs> Could you not? I like, I like how Naru says, like, if there's a ghost in this hospital and he meets a ghost and then I meet one... And then if I meet a ghost, the kids at school might think I'm cool. Like <laughs>
1: so yeah, she's she's excited. not that scared. <laughs> she just wants to meet a ghost. Yeah. This is terrifying, uh, but the street cred. Oh the street
2: cred. <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh Tom and Mila are like, just take the butt stuff. <laughs> just calm down. Um and then Hiroshi gets there to give him his stuff, and uh Honda looks through the bag and he's like, Where are my where are my calligraphy tools? And Hiroshi's like, no, you're here because you were stressing out about that. I'm not going to give you those. And then they start arguing. And Tama and Mila are both just standing there awkwardly. And they're like, should we? Should we go? (laughs) Should we go? Is that okay? Um, So um, he uh, sees them out. um, And then he's walking down the hallway back to his room. And he sees an old man. And the old man says that he's staying in the room next to his... Um, and he apologizes for the commotion, and he's like, oh, no, it's fine. But, you know, you should take care of yourself, because now you have friends, so you should take care of yourself not only for your own sake, but for their sake, too. Uh, and then, um... Honda goes back to his room and he envisions a new piece of calligraphy and he needs his tools. He needs to write. And he's like standing on his hospital yeah, bed. Yeah, he's
3: like ready to paint and then on the nurse hospital in. bed sheets. You can see it in his eyes. He's ready to just like he, paint on the yeah. bed.
0: <laughs> I thought he was going to. Eat.
2: If he could, he would. Um, and the nurse comes in and she's like, what are you doing? Sit down, lay down. And he's like, no, you don't understand. And then he faints again from working himself up too much. Uh, and then it's the next day. I, I think I the nurse like, like
1: knocks him out because yeah, he has like a bump excited. on his head. Uh, yeah, he gets so like uh, he gets so
3: her. worked up. He's like, "I have to work when the when the spirit moves me. I've got to do it right now." And he like grabs her by the shoulders and like, "Please give me my tools or whatever." And she's like, "Get away!" <laughs> Later, she's <laughs> <and laughs> like, "I don't want to see you again. I don't need the strength of my marriage being tested." Like every woman in this town is. <laughs>
2: Hot so hot <laughs> <laughs> um, but so uh naru and uh you know them the couple the village elder couple um they come to get him and he can leave um and that's when the nurse is like take your medicine i don't want to see you back here um and then he's like oh i met a really nice guy last night i want to say goodbye to him And then he goes in the room, but it's full of empty beds. And he's like, to the nurse, he's like, Hey, uh, what happened to the old guy staying in there? And she's like, "Mm, There was no one staying in there. You're actually the only guy in this wing right now. And then he faints again. (laughs) Because... (laughs) he saw a ghost very
3: friendly ghost and that's episode two
2: (laughs) yeah I wouldn't be upset if I met a ghost and it was nice like that I wouldn't I don't know I wouldn't be no complaints
3: for me I'd
1: be like yeah ghosts are chill I'll invite them into your house why are we (laughs) why are we excluding these chill party friends
0: (laughs) yeah as soon as we saw the old guy walking away and the end of the hallway was just this glowing purple aura I was like oh he's dead
4: yeah that's super a ghost (laughs) that guy's dead
0: (laughs) Uh, so yeah, we pick up in episode
1: three. Uh, Naru is uh, flexing and showing off her <laughs> uh, reading skills. Oh, she has so a good. chocolate bar. It's good. So, good. <laughs>
3: so good! Like, is it immediately like I think the first frame of this episode is a tight, tight shot just... on Naru's face. But it's not the Naru that we have grown to love. It, it I mean, she kind of looks like He Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, there, yeah. <laughs> this big, every big anime browse. needs <laughs> every anime needs a JoJo moment, and this was a JoJo. Yes, order.
3: it's totally a JoJo mm-hmm. moment. Oh my god, yes, it is.
1: Uh. <laughs> so she has a chocolate bar and in the English uh print on it, uh she's reading it because her summer assignment she just completed, so uh she's fresh up on all her knowledge. So she's able to read like some uh labels in English uh to uh, uh Miwa and uh Toma or Tama and uh she's like, Yeah, that's right. I'm a man now.
3: <laughs> I love when she she reads it to I'm them because like her whole persona has changed when she, she's in like manly reader mode, and she's like holding it and she goes, "This, ladies, is a premium chocolate bar." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oh wow, you can read in English too. That's great." She's like, "Yeah." Good job.
1: <laughs> it's it's my burden to bear. <laughs> Only I, I can carry this ability.
3: But, so like the the like the the total gold moment in this is they're like oh you can read that how about this and they pull pull out like a little kid sized carton of milk can you read that and she goes open with push ups and they're like good enough eh,
1: close <laughs> enough yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Uh, So she's like, hell yeah, I've proven myself once again. And just very, (laughs) very confidently just struts away and just like (laughs) strikes a silhouette into the sun as she just like full bodied her shoulders grew 10 sizes that day. Uh, (laughs) And she just swaggers over to Honda's house where (laughs) she hands him the milk and is like, hey, want to know what this says? And he's like, oh, yeah, push up for milk. And she's like, oh, fuck, I messed it up. Shit. And just immediately <laughs> so deflated.
3: Oh, yeah, because you see her face, like, deflate in the animation when he says, uh, it just says, like, push to open. And she, you can just see her little heart, like, <gasps> deflate. I said open with
2: push ups. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So
1: cute. Uh,. <laughs> uh uh, best part of the show
4: (laughs) that's the (laughs) most recognizable part so far
0: that's the most recognizable part for me like i've seen that face of hers like everywhere so i was like oh it's that moment (laughs)
1: finally the internet makes sense now i get it now (laughs) uh so uh after the opening credits uh, uh honda has sent off his latest art piece to a contest in the city uh but uh, in doing so, he depleted his ink supply, so he has to go pick up some more. Uh, so he goes to a local, uh, uh, just small, like, general store. Friendly old lady is there manning the shop. Uh, he's looking at the candy, and he's like, Oh, I, I should pick up some for some for Naru when she comes by. And the shop keeps like, "Ah, oh, looking at candy for Naru, eh? He's like, Mind Reader. Which... <laughs> 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 which uh, he keeps looking through the shop he sees like a tiny folded up piece of paper he goes to open it to see what's inside and drops a bunch of sewing needles on the ground uh, so the shopkeep comes over with a magnet to uh, give to him so he can clean up uh, so he's apologizing finally sort of establishing that he, he's sort of getting it he can be friendly to the village folk he's, he's a part of the community now um,
3: I love that like the, the, the using the magnet to pick up the needles like that's such a specific thing that that had to like be what they do in this town since the writers from there like it's such a specific thing. And I, I also love how we see all of these like quirky little traditions that the island has. Um, that's the kind of stuff where it's like writing what you know 100%. Because, like, you can't, like, Mm -hmm. just make that up. It's it's so specific and so personal. I love that. Like, I love all their little town traditions.
0: She's done it enough times where she figured out a trick to do it, like, the most efficient way possible.
3: Yeah, and it's totally what would be, that's totally what it would be.
1: And helpful for the person watching as well, because I'm like, yeah, that is a good idea. Why don't I have a magnet on (laughs) the string for stuff like that? Uh, so another old lady comes in and uh, being out in farmland, she's speaking with a very thick local dialect, just uh, like <laughs> purely colloquial uh, uh, verbiage and slang. So oh, she says uh, she comes,
3: like, yeah, when she comes in, she says like, it's hotter than a June. It's harder. To, blah, I can't even say it. It's hotter than a June bride out there, y'all.
1: <laughs> yeah. and she's uh, fixing for a stitch
3: I'm um, hankering I, stitch <laughs> like, it's a stitch alright
1: something I love so much is just like the accidental symmetry of uh, American southern and Japanese southern having yeah, yeah. the same connotation <laughs> of being like the farmland uh, uh, like down home cooking sort of vibe and I it wouldn't. just matches up so well <laughs>
3: I want to know where that trope came from, because it's like the first dub that that happened in, it was just like, well, that's what we do now. (laughs) Like anytime (laughs) it's like a part of Japan where that's like a specific dialect, they're like, let's make it Southern. (laughs) I don't know where that started. (laughs) I don't know how that came to be, but it's like, I I love that trope specifically in this show. I think it works really well. And I looked it up and apparently... Um, this part of Japan, they do speak with a different dialect. So he, like Honda, yeah. coming from Tokyo, probably would have been like struggling to understand because they they do speak with a different dialect, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, I think they just see in the script that it's like, oh, they just have a regional dialect. So we're like, well, what's that in like America? Because they kind of all the main characters have that North Atlantic like no accent, like dialect already. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, well. We can't just have them have, like, a thick Jersey accent or, like, a thick Maine accent. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> That'd be weird. Who are we, four kids? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Joey Wheeler. I'm from Yu-Gi-Oh! What's up? Uh, so, like, they're just like, well, what's the most stereotypical American accent? And it's just, like, Texan. And then it just spirals into Southern.
3: Yeah, it's just like, what is what does rural sound like? <laughs> let's just go <laughs> yeah, Southern. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's keep it simple. Everybody Southern.
1: Uh, yeah, so she comes in just like, I'm uh, hankering for a stitch. And the shopkeep's like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah, they, they say uh, it like uh, three
3: what? times. <laughs> and then they look to him and they're like, question marks in the air. Uh, <laughs> just. Because,
1: like, the shopkeep, of course, is like playing along and being like, Ah, oh, customer. I'm not going to be like, What are you talking about? I can't help you. So she's just like,
2: Well, actually.
1: Oh.
2: I watched. Um I watched this one in Japanese, Mm -hmm. and I think it's similar to, like, stuff that happens in, like, Your Name with, like, translation stuff, because the way she is saying, like, she's saying, like, I need thread is what I think the woman that came in is saying, but because of the dialect and because of the slang she's using, it's sounding like she's asking the shopkeep if her back hurts or something like that,
0: Uh... so they
2: just keep saying, like, uh, itaka back and forth at each other.
3: (laughs) Oh, that makes uh, so much. So it's more like a nice moment because I've only ever seen the dub. Yeah,
2: it's like a nice moment for. Yeah, he like he kind. It shows him like uh, getting used to the dialect because he realizes what she means
1: before the shopkeeper. Yeah, because he's
3: like, I think she wants some thread. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like he he jumps in and solves the problem, and uh, he's talking to the old woman, and they like. Uh, uh are bonding and the shopkeeper is like, Oh, you motherfucker, you scoop my <laughs> you scoop my client my commission commission the commission
2: on this spool of thread, even though you don't work here <laughs> yeah.
1: and I own this shop I'd get half a yen off those needles <laughs> uh so as he's uh uh he almost forgets to go get ink as he turns to uh pick it up uh uh Tama is there and she's also going for the ink. So they they have a little a little meat cute where they both try to grab it at the same time, but uh he lets her have it and he's like, oh, "I got some like n- less sub quality, but like I'll I'll make it work." So uh he lets her have it and they're walking home uh and uh she's using the ink because she is a manga artist um and Uh, as they're talking, she's a little embarrassed about, uh, uh, being a manga artist because of all the connotations that the people have with it. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Art's art. We're, we're artists. It's great. And she's like, okay, great. Can you please read mine? I'd love your feedback. <laughs> so he's like, ah, yeah, ah, oh, oh, finally the locals are getting that I'm the cool art person. Let me slide this out of the envelope and uh, gore, viscera everywhere. <laughs> yeah,
3: like a guy is like, his torso is exploding and they're like intestines flying out. <laughs> it is, it's pretty extreme. Yeah.
4: And
1: she's like, ah, you have to grab them on page one. That's what that's what I always say. And isn't that a good opener? Yeah, I'm interested. And he's like, so is this going to a horror magazine? And she's like, no. And just has a very (laughs) intense freak out of like, "Uh, uh, just because I'm a woman, I get put into these boxes and I'm tired of all these just like friendship small stories. I want real art. We need those this gritty viscera. This is redefining the genre. And just like this very intense freak out as she's like, "Okay, you're going to read all of my work and let me know you don't skip a single page.
4: <laughs> i mean i
0: think this is how uh junji ito started i think he started in like a monthly magazine that wasn't specifically horror and he became like the king of existential horror and dread <laughs> comics like so <laughs> she might be on to something there you go <laughs>
1: you, you gotta find your in somewhere <laughs> uh so uh they part ways, he goes home, and he's dreading the stack of manga that he got assigned for homework because he did a nice thing. Uh, and she goes home and immediately regrets telling him, because he is the first person in this village to know that she's a, ma- a manga artist, and she's like, oh, no, he's going to tell everyone. They're going to think I'm otaku scum. They're going to think I'm <laughs> nothing but a me nee- <laughs> And j- just, like, freaks out into her, like, reputation just being tanked just because she does this. Uh, so she decides she's going to run over there and try to get it all back. Because uh, she can't embarrass herself like that.
4: I um,
3: love, I love how in that scene, like, this whole sequence with her... Like, regretting talking to him about it's the manga and, like, giving him the manga to read. Like, I love that whole sequence when she's back at home, like, monologuing her regret about it. And also, like, trying to justify to herself why her love for this is okay. And she's like, I'm not, I'm not a dirty otaku. I'm not into shipping or I'm not a dirty fangirl <laughs> and all this stuff. It's like she's desperately trying to justify it to herself. It's, it's so good. It's like, ugh, takes me back to that age <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> the
3: early days uh, it
1: takes me back to prepping to record every episode of this goddamn
3: podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this whole sequence was very relatable for me <laughs> <laughs> like, and i love when honda gets back to his place he's like ah i just want to hide under my bed where manka can't hurt me <laughs> Oh, such oh, a great well, line cuts <laughs> deep I, I was reading so, the Silver like, Spoon manga yesterday and it said like pre- prepare for the last issue of Silver Spoon next I was like ugh no
2: oh, it hurts no. um I like how uh in the stack of manga, one of them is just Soul yeah, Leader. Soul yeah. leader yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not a
1: made-up manga. They're just like, no, you know what it is. It's fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but then, like, in the
4: when <laughs> well, you, you see
3: that, that one shot where you see, like, some of the, the covers of the manga in the box, there's Soul Leader, and then next to it <laughs> is, like... Uh, What what she says when she originally started reading it, was like, I thought it was just an innocent workplace drama. And it's, (laughs)
1: that's
3: not (laughs) what it is.
1: Yeah, so she's like, wait, that one book, that wasn't in the stack I gave him, right? And we get that flashback of her mom being like, oh, your uh, cousin or whatever has a bunch of old manga. Here, you can start with these. And this is like how she's introduced. And she picks up one and... Oops, accidental (laughs) yaoi. Just, oh, (laughs) no, they're kissing. This is, oh, I'm a pervert. I'm going to jail now.
3: I love how like when it when she turns the page and you see the like the two characters kissing, like she freaks out and she throws it across the room, and she's like, "Oh, I've been corrupted, blah blah," and like slowly just creeping back to it to continue reading.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, please flip! No, stop! Oh
3: oh, my innocence! (laughs) Oh no! Flip! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no as she's That's on the relatable. website ordering the next issue <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> please yeah. don't me corrupt first me read like read as she's
2: on like a boys love <laughs> Just, like, forum slowly scrolling
1: <laughs> uh so uh Too relatable so uh hiroshi has brought over dinner for honda uh and he's uh he's extra tired again uh both by the manga and more artwork uh so uh, he's like, "Yeah, I, uh, I'm uh, I'm working with Subpar Inc." And Hiroshi's like, "Oh, yeah, I I figured you would probably have that issue because everyone's doing their summer homework right now." So I have an extra bottle. I figured I'd bring over for you. Uh, so right at that moment, uh, uh, Tama arrives to get all her <laughs> manga back, and uh, Honda is so touched that he. One hugs him and two collapses from exhaustion. So he just has like this loving embrace as Tama uh, turns the corner and like, sees them. He
3: literally falls into Hiroshi's arms. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. And she explodes. This, <laughs> just this short, was the sorry, one yes. thing from the show I had seen. Just the gif of her mind exploding out. It's, like
3: a, it's like a supernova of just like... Uh, like shipping explosion in her brain.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the blast of an atomic bomb coming
0: from two boys hugging.
3: Exactly. I mean, the- all those were repressed- just being like, this
2: doesn't only happen in manga.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It really happens. Oh, lady, I can show you some things.
2: <laughs> oh, Tom. Oh no. <laughs>
0: all the- all so those repressed uh, feelings and memories kicked in like the Kool Aid Man blowing in the door.
1: (laughs) Uh, So she's so flustered she has to leave, and then she remembers why she went there in the first place, and she runs back.
3: Yeah, it's Uh, like it blows her mind so completely that she's, like, sitting outside, like, on the side of his house because she's just, like, been physically incapacitated by the sight of this. And she's just (laughs) sitting there, and you can hear them, like, like, get off of me, man, stand up! And and she's like, wait... What am I doing here? What's happening? I should be at home working on my manga. Oh, and then, like, she starts to remember manga. it again. <laughs> and in the, do- in the dove, at least, she's, she takes off running back home. And as she takes off running, she just screams at the top of her lungs Curse my womanly urges!
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: Give in (laughs) Embrace it Uh, So the next day uh, He finds out that uh, The art piece he sent off Won second place in the contest But this is terrible news Because the person who won Was an 18 year old boy (laughs) Some punk kid A newbie Ah, Scrub uh, So uh, the teens and Naru arrive To uh, hang out And they find him sulking in the corner with just, like, pure depression waves coming off of him. Just clouds of, like, purple fog of him being in a funk.
3: I love anime Uh. depression waves. (laughs) It's so... It's so accurate. That's what I call my teenage years. Like, that is, I mean, honestly, at least from my experience, like, that is what it feels like when you are severely depressed. Like, it feels like there are just black clouds following you everywhere and just, like, coming out of your body into the space you're occupying. Like, it just, it feels so accurate to me. Like, it's such a good visual representation of that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's like in, a,
2: in a Miyazaki movies. I think I read one time that he animates tears how they mm. feel. Like, not yeah. how they look, but how they yeah,
0: feel. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, yeah, they have a lot more weight to them rather than just, like, a single trip of water. Yeah, yeah so uh,
1: he's freaking out. He's like, oh, this dumb town is uh, is uh, warping my artistic sensibilities. And he's lashing out, and everyone's like, hey, fucking chill out, dude. What? Well, you need to get out of the house. Let's, there, there's something going on by the water. Let Let's go over there. So uh, they go into town. Everyone has bags because uh, they're going out for an event where everyone's going to catch mochi. Uh, he's like, oh, I know this is a thing when like people build houses. Did someone build a house? And they're like, no, you idiot. This small <laughs> boy got a new <laughs> boat. <laughs> of course. Duh. Uh, So they go to the docks, and they see the uh, little boy that uh, just (laughs) fucking ran his arm up his ass got a new boat.
2: Butt-stabber boy. (laughs)
4: Yeah,
1: Yeah. butt-stabber boy.
2: He's back. Uh,
1: So, like, his family is fishermen, and they're, uh, like, christening this new boat that will, like, be his when he's older. So... Uh, like, he's, uh, celebrating, and they're, uh, it's a big event that they toss out Mochi from this, and everyone from the town, uh, grabs it. Uh, so they're trying to walk Honda through the process, because he's never done it before, uh, but, uh, uh, he and the teens, they all plan on winning. Uh, so they all, uh... They start throwing stuff up, they run into the fray, but he just cannot get in there. He keeps bouncing off, He's he can't compete, he's uh, keeping his eye up into the sky to watch for where the mochi's gonna land, but whenever he gets there, someone else is there first. So, he's uh, all sulky, he's saying he doesn't have the drive for this, and... Uh, he doesn't have the drive in general and that's why he's such a terrible artist. And then an 18 year old is going to steal his life. Um, and then the old lady from the store comes back and she's like, Hey, younger, young, youngster. What's Yo- young- younger? <laughs> younger. That's nothing. it is now. Finally, uh, we, uh, he's like, yeah, I, I just can't get the hang of this. I'm, I'm going to be a quitter. Uh, so she's like, "Hey, no, you, you dumb idiot! You just have to change your perspective. <laughs> while you're while your eyes up in the sky, you're not seeing all the treasures that are falling to the ground that everyone's missing." Uh, so uh, we get a big life lesson that uh, you can't try to compete with people. You got to seize the opportunities that present themselves to you. So uh, rather than fighting an eighteen year old at art, make the art that's. Good for when you get the inspiration to strike. Uh and don't mm-hmm. just try to be the trendy new young kid. Um so with this newfound strategy, he's uh he's trying, but when people are getting in his way, he's like, Oh no, this was their opportunity, let me step aside. So he's he's learning to share. So uh this like big strong woman who's like known for being the uh, mochi queen is like uh g- gets in his way pushes him out he's like no it, it's fine it's yours after you so uh he walks away empty-handed he did not catch a single mochi and everyone's making fun of him but once he gets back home he sees that ah oh, the woman made a nice red bean and mochi soup for him so, he's, he's still got mm. a little something. He's stepped out of the way, and he's still benefited.
3: Everybody's using their talents and strengths to the best of their ability, and everybody's coming together. Yeah, it's such a nice little moment.
1: Uh community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's episode three. Uh, we also get a post credit scene of them fishing for crawfish, and Naru's freaking out because she's like, Oh, no, don't kill them!
0: i thought that was a really good moment because it was like one of those moments of like kids realizing like yeah meat is from an animal because she's like oh we're fishing for crawfish it's like and then the teacher tries to use them as bait she's like no you can't use them as bait it's like oh yeah we'll get bigger fish she's like oh well bigger fish then yeah we should do that He's like all right how do you use them for bait he rips a claw off. she's like no so it's like (laughs) yeah he got it was like this harsh lesson but it's like i remember vividly as a kid like learning that same thing (laughs)
3: But and I love the the, uh, the the guy that's in the post credit sequence who we met earlier. I think in the first episode, he is the head yeah. teacher on the island, and I love we only ever see him chain smoking. Uh huh. He's like the yeah, only the teacher the Honda is around. like
1: I can't. <laughs> I can't believe this guy's a teacher cuz he's always chain smoking. Here he's like in like a uh, cut-off shorts. shorts and a like, tank top and he's just like, "Hey, you kids fishing? <laughs> me too." Yeah, <laughs> like, he's chain smoking like fishing kids. on
3: the side of the road. <laughs>
1: like, mm, "Hello local kids. <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm going to teach you math."
3: <laughs> <laughs> he kind of sounds like that, too.
0: Who <laughs> <laughs> boy. But yeah, those are our episodes.
3: Yay. Excellent.
0: So, Dugan, are we there yet? Oh, Did you enjoy hell this? yeah!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, this I is
1: just uns- surprised. Uh, such a good show. I I mentioned it earlier. the The two like most heartwarming pieces of media for me are the "It takes a village to raise a child" narrative, and also the gruff father figure who. Uh, softens because of a small, innocent, pure child. And we get both in one show and it's so wholesome and so delightful and genuinely funny and the dub's good. There's just... (laughs) There's no aspect of this that I disliked.
3: Same.
2: Wow. High praise. Maureen, you really did (laughs) it.
3: Well, you know, (laughs) I was like, when Patrick reached out to me, I was like, oh, okay, let me think of some shows and of course, I thought of, like, some of the projects that I have worked on, but you guys had covered a lot of those because they're good shows. I'm biased, but they're good <laughs> shows. <laughs> um, so I was like, what's, what would be good to talk about and have people watch right now? And I thought, it's got to be Barakamon because it's just so wholesome yeah. and pure and sweet and feel good and just, like, what it's what, what's what we all need yeah, I would
2: I would love ev- to like eventually have actors do shows with us that they've been in. But I especially love when when they get to bring shows that they just enjoy. I love hearing people talk about it. Like we just had Brian on to do Natsume's Book of Friends, and just listening to him talk about Aww, it is like yeah. that's part of the delight yeah. for me. I love it. Yeah, I mean,
3: I I totally agree. Like some, it's love it's to fun to talk about projects that you've that you've worked on, um, but it's it says something more i think sometimes when it's something that you had absolutely nothing to do with you just freaking love it <laughs> which is the case for this because yeah. i had nothing yeah, to do with this show
1: because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when you book a job it's like okay this is fun but like uh, it, it's fine job. but like when you're bringing stuff you actually love it's like okay no i can talk about this for hours
0: yeah <laughs>
2: And then when you're in something you actually love, that's
1: ooh, so double A nah, That's
3: the kiss. magic. That was sales at work for me all over. That's the dream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, well thank yay. you so much for joining us and bringing such a delightful show.
3: Thank you for having me, and thank you for being on board to uh, to watch and discuss this one. I think it was very timely.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. I definitely need to do this weekend.
3: <laughs> and if you uh, so, haven't, uh, if you keep keep watching it beyond the first three, because like it just it gets so much better. I know it's like it's already so good, but it just keeps getting better. And there are so many wonderful, wonderful moments in every single episode, and so many laughs and so many ahs. So keep keep watching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've said the- this many
0: times before, but. I think I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> the energy between like episodes one and two just skyrocketed so fast that it kind of caught me off guard. But like as soon as you see Naru just the super detailed man face, I was like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in for the <laughs> long it. haul. It's like, yep, you caught me. <laughs> you caught me.
3: I was, <laughs> now I, was, that w- I was messaging Patrick. I was like, yeah, in episode. Uh, I think it's I think it's the next episode. I think it's four. Um there's this subplot in that episode where uh, Naru's grandfather shows up one night, like in Honda's kitchen window, with a plastic bag full of something to give him, and he's like, uh, "What's this?" And the granddad's like, "Oh, it's pickles. <laughs> uh, just, sh- just, just holler, holler when you need some more." and honda's like uh okay dude don't don't worry i will what is he talking about and he just casually like takes one out of the bag to to try it and it becomes immediately addicted like the heavens open the angels are singing like it's some kind of secret pickle recipe and he cannot focus because all he can think about is getting more of these pickles and that is a subplot in the next episode (laughs) this show
1: i love death note
3: so good (laughs)
1: All right. Uh where can people find you online? Do you have any new shows that are coming up that you want to plug?
3: Uh new stuff. Let's see. Um a couple of things came out recently. Um uh I am in the show Inspector which is streaming on Crunchyroll right now. Um and I'm in the the end of uh the most recent uh Gundam series which is streaming on youtube interestingly enough um but yeah if people want to follow along and see what kind of anime related stuff i'm up to uh you can follow me on twitter my twitter handle is maureen a price um i'm also on instagram uh maureen price voice on instagram so you can follow me there if you want to keep up with my shenanigans
1: Also, just a quick shout out: uh, some uh, one of your projects I love so much, the Maximum Fun podcast bubble.
4: Oh
3: yeah,
1: excellent. Uh, Oh yeah, it's been out for a little bit, but all the episodes are out now for you to listen at your leisure.
3: Yeah, that is a fun one. That's that's a good like lockdown podcast. (laughs)
4: Yes, (laughs) because it's like a
3: dystopian comedy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's that's that was such a fun project. So good. Yeah, bubble on Maximum Fun
1: yeah and oh, nice. uh if there's a show you would like us to watch you can send your recommendations to us uh through our email are we there yet at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on twitter and instagram are we there yet on both you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr patrick dugan
2: you can find me on instagram at queen period and on, t- on twitter at queen underscore and queen underscore art
0: you can find me on Twitter at A-B-T-S Brendan. That stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I sometimes do.
1: <laughs> thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork and thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime.
4: Goodbye!
1: Adopt the
0: small chaotic gremlin child.